I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, and I am pleased to tell you that I'm a whole lot better than I was last week, when even with my most manly manipulation, I couldn't open a jar. And my lady wonder wench did it. She said she wiggled it. The jar, I mean. That obviously cut manly me to the quick. But when I mentioned it to you, most of you were very supportive. You made me feel better, and thank you. A couple of days ago, I stopped whining. And by this morning, my tears had pretty much dried up, so I feel manly again, ready to use a chainsaw again, use the TV channel changer, ready to fight the biggest challenge men face today, which, as you may not know, is excess humility. That's right, excess humility. See, you women have no idea of the insecurities that we men face every day. What do you think we do in our private moments? in our private places, like the garage or, or the bathroom. Sure, we'll tell you we're shaving, but we sometimes feel so excessively humble and insecure that what we're really doing is standing on the sink to see if our legs are too thin, using styling gel on our chest hair, breathing against the wall to check how our breath smells. Excess humility! That's why I started the Men Are Saints campaign. I explained this in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com. Hopefully you have a copy. All right, please take your copy of Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot and turn to page 93. Read it along with me. You do have a copy, don't you? Of course. So here we go. It was on Thanksgiving night a lot of years ago that I started the Men Are Saints campaign on WNBC Radio. I called it the MAS Appeal, Men Are Saints. The idea came from remembering a special Thanksgiving while I was watching my lady Wonder Winch and our daughter Chris and our daughter-in-law Brenda and our sister-in-law Beth as they were scurrying around preparing dinner while our tall guy son Eric, my brother John and I were otherwise occupied. And I was struck with an actual thought. I realized that we men are seldom given credit for our sensitivity, our intelligence, and our selfless behavior. For example, here in the Northeast, Thanksgiving is usually celebrated on a cold day. So where do we men traditionally encourage our women to spend the day? Huh? Right, in the warmest room in the house, the kitchen. While we, on the other hand, in a manly display of selfless courage, throw ourselves in front of the TV screen to protect our loved ones from the terrible effects of the cathode rays that squirt out of the picture tube. And how much credit do we men get for that traditional self-sacrifice? Right, none. Richard. And think about this. How often have you seen a relatively innocent Louis Louis generation guy at a raunchy bar go over to a woman he has hardly even ever met or maybe never has met her and invite her to the safety and comfort of his very own apartment? 
to get her out of that dangerous environment. Richard! And what reward do we get, huh? Right again, none. But we men soldier on as we always have, even in the face of this shameful lack of appreciation. And that is the basis for the MAS appeal, the mass appeal. As you can imagine, the mass appeal is frequently not well received by certain people with more evolved levels of social sensitivity and mostly higher voices. That is from pages 93 and 94 in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com. Shameless plug, but so what? I must say that most of you were supportive of me. And I thank you for that. Of course, there's always the usual crabby note. You know, this came in from a proud, although misguided, podcast participant named Marsha. And Marsha said, Dear Dick Summer, the biggest thing on my man's mind is not losing his excess humility. I have timed my man's mind. And once every ten seconds, he thinks about sex. That's hardly saintly. (laughs) Oh, tut, tut, Marsha. What you don't understand is that it has taken millions of years of evolution to take a man's mind off sex for those 10 seconds. You may have noticed that even little boys in kindergarten are many times seen hanging around in the schoolyard with candy in their pockets trying to figure out which one are the girls. (laughs) It's always amazed me that with all the trials and frustrations that men must endure, how we men have enough strength left to grow to more than about four feet three inches with the the constant effort and grunting that we must make to keep our natural drives in check. Guys are simple. Women are mysterious. And fortunately, Louie Louie generation guys have the wisdom of Big Louie to guide us. And Louis says, the best way to know when you have touched your woman in all the right places and in just the right way is when she does these six things all at once. Smiles, purrs, writhes, falls back in love with you, figures out the true meaning of life, and says, wow. Six details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The 2008 presidential election was the first between two sitting senators. Now, I like it when I can see that the senators are sitting because it makes it harder for them to steal my wallet. Now, if the answer is propaganda, what is the question? Do you know? Of course you don't. I haven't told you yet, so I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is propaganda, what is the question? There is no constitutional way to remove an incompetent Supreme Court justice from office. I've noticed that. The UN Security Council president is rotated every month, which is very good because otherwise you get flat on one side, you know? All right, so if the answer is propaganda, the question is, 
What do you call a politically correct duck? A propaganda. <laughs> Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. Hey, a little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, would you tell a couple of friends, please? Because they might like them, too. And as I said, you would be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. Big Louie says, men must be careful of the effects of exceptional lovemaking. If you're not used to it, he says, after the third bout of lovemaking within two hours, you may find it difficult to bend over and touch your partner's toes. After the fourth bout, in that same length of time, you may forget your zip code. And any more than four times on an especially steamy or icy night, you and your partner might well hydroplane into another room or, in an extreme case, into the house next door. Do be careful. <laughs> of course, not all guys, I must admit, suffer from excess humility. Big Louie told me that one guy he knows is so sure of himself that he keeps a bowl of lifesavers on his bedside table to ease a woman's sore throat, which could be caused by her shouting prayers to the Lord during lovemaking. <laughs> and some guys just say it with flowers. And that works, too. Since very early this morning, you've been looking at that rose, bravely poking its soft, beautiful, fragrant head out of the soda bottle on your kitchen countertop. You're a private duty nurse, a single mother, and a graduate school student. That's three full-time careers that you have to juggle without dropping or missing any part of any one of them. It's tough. You've been stopping at a convenience store halfway into the early morning commute to grab a cup of coffee. It keeps your eyes open and your mind in gear so that you can get home safely from your all-night nursing job. The young guy at the counter can't take his eyes off you. He looks like he's in his early 20s. It's almost funny, but not quite. Even if you wanted to, you don't have time to get involved. And that's true, but it's also an excuse. The intensity of your own sensuality has always frightened you a little bit. Your body used to scream so loud for touches and being held and making love that you couldn't hear your mind warning you about consequences and guilt. Sensuality speaks in its own language. It uses words like unbutton, unfold, unashamed, breath, sweat, caress, unprotected. But your husband kept pretending that he didn't hear. This morning, the guy behind the counter just said, Here, I'd really like you to have this. And he gave you that, Rose. And then he blushed and he looked down at the counter. And you went on automatic, right there in front of all the other customers. You kissed his cheek. Then you smiled and you left. And your legs were moving like silk. You haven't felt that way in a long time. All the way home, you let yourself pretend that you were the heroine in a romance novel kind with a pink cover and a big caption that says her thighs went tight against his his strength drowning in her delicious wet fire this is a novel of soaring spirit and tender flesh a story of passions hot and cold salty and sweet hard and soft slippery and strong and you stopped to think about it and it made you giggle for a long time the sexiest thing you've done was just eat a dish of rich ice cream slowly and that makes you begin to wonder, 
If you could take a lesson from that, Rose, and let your head pop up bravely out of all of the feelings you've kept bottled up. Once upon a time, you felt fragrant and beautiful and soft. And since very early this morning, you've been thinking, maybe you could again. kid behind the counter get over some of his excess humility, as only a Louie Louie lady can. So she walked right into his life, like the heroine in that romance novel. She says she doesn't know if it's going to last, but for now, she says, it's very good. The story is called A Single Rose. It's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Night Connections icon on the home page. Excess humility, a terrible, terrible thing. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that for some guys, making the first move in a romance actually can burn off as many as 35 calories. I would think that if a guy is very shy, that could shoot up to somewhere around 235 calories or more very easily. And you know, it doesn't make life any easier when you push a girl's doorbell and it plays I Love a Parade. <laughs> but no matter how pretty and popular she is, Big Louie always says, no more excess humility, guys. Never tell her she's too good for you. Let that come as a surprise. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.